0: Again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Albarrigo, schoolhundertalk.com. Allie, good to be with you again today, sir.
1: Good to be with you too, Dwayne. It's awesome. Good to have somebody that I'm talking to that uh, that keeps me up rather than tries to sm- smack me down a little sometimes with the, with the dojos. But we'll talk about that on another call.
0: Yeah, so today what we're going to do, I'm excited. We're going to... Um, you know, continue with the always be marketing um, theme. Uh, this is part two. I just want to remind everybody that you can go back and uh, listen to episode number 118, uh, Always Be Marketing Part One, where we actually talk about the first part of Always Be Marketing. So today, um, I thought what would be good is to introduce the second part. And um, any any niceties or anything we need to get 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 through before we begin.
1: Well no um you know other than listen the the one key secret to marketing is to market right? And, uh, you know, to get out there and, and never leave a rock unturned. I mean, that's how I built my business from zero students to at 1.1200 one of them. So uh, yeah, it's it's something that you just got to do. You know, not everyone's going to be a hit. Not everyone's gonna, everyone's going to work as well as you would like. But the whole key is hard work and determination. And always, you know, always be thinking of marketing, like in our last call, those morning questions, what am I going to do today to market my school? What am I going to do today to get new students? What am I going to do today to market to my existing students, but let's get right into the nuts and bolts of some of this stuff.
0: Yeah, so well, the first thing that we're going to talk about and, and the majority of this call, this, this uh, uh, podcast is going to be um, talking about stapled events that you do inside of your school. And so let me first give you the definition of what a uh, you know what a stapled event is. Uh, basically, a stapled event are things that you need to be doing every single year inside of your martial arts school. For marketing. So, with that being said, let's kind of go through and 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 Allie, uh, feel free to chime in. You know, with with your staple events as well. Uh, but I I would say that the very first staple event, um, let's just start at the bottom of the year, it, it, it is uh, is back to school.
1: Um, right. You have to
0: have a back to school event that you are you know bringing people into your school with some sort of special. That, that's your push now. Um, as we go through these events, I'd like to uh, also give maybe a little bit deeper information. And what I mean by that is, for me, my back-to-school marketing event starts at the beginning of August, and it goes through the end of September. Our school system actually begins at the end of August, beginning of September, that's when all of our people go back to school in this area. So you'll need to adjust this based upon your area, um, but the concept is still the same. Every single martial arts school should have a back-to-school event that they're marketing for. And so even though I'm going to launch it in August and it's going to go for two months, um, I'm going to get everything ready in July. So I spend time in July getting, the, getting that marketing campaign Already, meaning um, you know what the ad is going to look like and say, and the price and all of that, all the mediums that I'm going to use in order to market through, uh, you know whether it's uh, you know email and Facebook and Google pay-per-click or radio or TV or or newspaper or whatever. It's all it all has to be uh, together and put together by the end for me by the end of July so that I can launch it. In August. Allie when is back to school for you guys?
1: We're very similar I was just thinking that you and I are right in the same area I think it's like the weekend after Labor Day so we're back you know that that Monday I think it this year it's a Tuesday or something like that but yeah we go through all the way till August and then the colleges start around August time and then we're back to school our our elementary and high schools and junior highs are all around you know the first weekend in September Okay, so that
0: like, wouldn't you agree that's a stapled event that every every single martial arts school should be doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and just to point out, so school owners may be hearing what you're saying and they're going, okay, that's great. Give me a back to school marketing campaign. They're probably looking and saying, hey, how do I get the actual campaign? But what I would like to point out, even though that we do do that and we supply all this stuff on the next level program, next level school owner club, here's the trick for everybody. Don't worry if, if don't not do it because you might not have everything that you need. Just do something, right? And then say to yourself, okay, what am I going to do? Who am I going to ask who you're, target market is. What are you going to do? Go to schools? Are you going to put them in the mail? Are you going to put an ad in the paper? Are you going to make a rack card, a door hanger, or a flyer? But do something and then work yourself through the school year. Be prepared. Most clients, and I don't know about you, Dwayne, but most of the clients I have, they're always playing catch up. They're, they're always behind the eight ball waiting to kind of catch back up again when all you need to do is set things out ahead of time.
0: Right. And and let me let me just quickly say along with that. This year, maybe in July, all you do is you focus in on the newspaper ad that you're going to do. And then make sure that it's a hit. And then next year when you come back along to it, you do that same exact newspaper ad, but on top of that, then you do the Facebook marketing ad campaign. And then the next year after that, you add another step to it because all you want to do is du- duplicate the event everything right I don't know about you Allie, but I I for back to school I've used the same ad I think for the last four or five years just because it's worked and yeah. it's the same ad in the newspaper as it is online as it is you know it's just it's the same thing and yeah. so and and part of that is because it needs to be congruent but it, it works and so I, I I say this to you because it is overwhelming especially with All of the the ways that we can market today through email and and social media and all that other stuff. So if you're overwhelmed, pick one or two, do that too. And then uh, document it. And then the next year, do it again as long as it's got great results um, or even medium results, right? You can always doctor a few things, but then add the next layer to that marketing campaign, all right. Yeah,
1: so, and, 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 but, can I add, can I add to that? So so when you say you know keep the same thing and reuse it over and over again as long as you're getting the results. But one thing that I think that I want to point out that you said was then you doctor it. So you didn't say change it, go with something new, come out with it, like. Here's the thing: sometimes you have a, a an ad that's great, but maybe the tagline, or maybe the offer, or maybe the you know picture isn't working so there's a great marketer out there by the name of Jay Abraham and another guy Jay Conrad Levinson who wrote the gorilla marketing books Um, and he always says don't change the entire ad you you may have a hit on your hands tweak different things within it and see if you tweak it if the results go up if you tweak it if the results go down and by the way consistency is everything and this is a great sales tool for marketing people as well where they'll say you got to run at least 20 or 30 ads well that's not necessarily true but you can't just run one and then say, oh, that didn't work. And then you move on to another venue. There's got to be some consistency in what you do. That's, you know, congruency, consistency.
0: Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Now the next, I personally think the next stapled event um, is, um, you know, for the the new student type event is your Halloween um, passes our Halloween cards that you're going to give. And so, again, we're starting in the middle of the year or towards the end of the year with the back to school and moving into Halloween. Um, that's a staple event. You have to do that, uh, in my opinion. Are you going to get a flood of new people? No, you're not. But you're going to get some uh, every right. single year. You know, we, we right. hand out uh, a ton of them, you know, to our students. Now, how many of them actually continue to hand it out? I have no idea. If they, You know, uh, but right, even if only half of them do it, I still get, you know, anywhere from from uh, five to ten to fifteen, depending on the year, of people that come in and actually try it out. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're only paying, you know, three hundred or four hundred dollars to get ten thousand of them or whatever it is, that's a beautiful return on investment. Yeah, uh, because you have your own students to go out and market for you. Allie, you were going to say something. Right.
1: Well. well uh, no I, I was just going to say by the way everyone knows probably by now because you always tell people that I do the you know the uh, Valentine's Day cards the Christmas special cards the Halloween cards the um, the St. Patrick's Day cards and we have all of those Um, and and I'll hear from people like I, I had a guy say to me the other day I'm not going to do it again I only got like three or four new students from and I said well it cost you $100 to buy all those cards and you got four new students and, and let's just pretend he only charges $100 a month that's four times 1200 right so that was like almost $5,000 that this $100 investment and effort and time produced. Now, yes, I would love, love, love to have more people, you know, sign up. You know, we'd love to have that home run with 30, 40, 50 people. I don't know if that even exists anymore. You know, um, you have to, there's so many marketing venues, you have to be careful with putting your eggs in one basket. But it's very important that you remember, you know, you got to weigh out your cost of advertising. And if something is, you're losing money, then get rid of it. But if you're making money on it and making a profit, that's one, that one tool or one spoke in the wheel. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So now the, uh, the, the next thing that, uh, and I don't know how long we, we want to make this, uh, maybe we do a part three with, uh, with these events because I've got other ones too. But, um, the next one is your, um, uh, karate for Christmas or your martial arts for Christmas or whatever it is. You need to have some sort of Christmas, uh, event, uh, to drive people to you. So for me, Uh, I launched that in November and it goes all the way until the middle of December. And, um, you know, I I get that prepared in October. So all of that gets prepared in October so that as soon as November happens, boom, I can launch that event um, to get new students. Does that make sense?
1: It does. I'm typing, and I see you are looking, and you see it coming up on your screen. So this is one of my good friends, Kevin Noviello, who uh, I just said, you know, how are you? He typed on Facebook Live, you know, how I, that, you know, he said hello. So I wanted to say hello back, and and Kevin actually was a client for many, 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 many years doing coaching and so on. Um, but uh, so Kevin, thanks for being on the line. Uh, but, Dwayne, you know, what I love too is like, you know, you're talking about preparation. You see, and you're saying you're the things that I'm hearing you say, and I'm I'm stopping you and pointing. Out Um, because I think that it probably is going over people's heads slightly. Um, because it's all about preparation. Like for example, you said, "Hey, um, you know, we got to get it done a few months in advance, or prepare it one or two months in advance." This is really the key. So, um, you know, it's something that I think that we're always, you know, like we're in the minutia, the moment of what we're doing, and we're like, "Okay, oh, we got a, we got an event, let's market it," or we're gonna, we want to get people in the school. It's slow in June. Okay, well, you should have been marketing in maybe April then for the summer months and keep the marketing going. You know, so that there is there's going to be lulls. There's no doubt there are times where the school is going to be it's going to lull. Um, If you're good at marketing, it'll be a lot less noticeable. You know, it'll be much more even across. Um, However, um, you have to be preparing ahead of time. And, And listen, you know, that's the way I've been successful for 25 years. And you've been successful for all your years as well, because we think ahead and we prepare and we're not just letting the tides take us where they may be.
0: Right. Absolutely. So, uh, again, that's, that's the karate for Christmas or kicking Christmas or whatever you want to call it. Let's move into, uh, the, the, the new year, you can have a new year, new you type thing, where if you have fitness fitness, kickboxing or whatever it is, you know, some sort of fitness program, not that your martial arts doesn't promote fitness, but it doesn't promote fitness as much as your fitness kickboxing and all those other things do. So, uh, some sort of new year, new you go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, I'm sorry to keep cutting you off. Although my I think our martial art programs are probably more intense than some of my kickboxing classes because but uh, but anyway, I mean, so maybe the problem is we're not promoting fitness. People think it's karate and discipline and training and self-defense, but they're not. And they're going, okay, but I'll go to CrossFit and I'll go to the gym. Well, you if you join my martial arts school, you're going to lose weight, get in shape, be in the best shape of your life. And as a side benefit, learn spiritual, mental and physical skills that will save and change your life forever. So, um, yeah, so it's interesting at how sometimes we, uh, you know, we forget that. But but I just want to, again, point that out.
0: Yeah. And that, it all depends on your marketing, but again, uh, that personally needs to, um, uh, move into your December type right. marketing. So you would get it ready in November and launch it in December. You know, some of my clients yeah. have a fitness program and they have a fitness kickboxing or what have you. And they'll, yeah. they'll, um, uh, they'll do their karate for Christmas or martial arts for Christmas in November. But then come December, they have another event that's happening and that is their new year, new you event uh, for their fitness program, fitness program. So um, that's, that's another stapled event that you, that we as school owners have to be doing every single year, especially if we have those Mm -hmm. type of things moving into the, uh, you know, the, the beginning of the year uh, in, 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 January is when you need to be starting to market for your, uh, for like for us, our Hall- it's kind of Halloween, but um, um, Valentine cards. So we do the Valentine cards and we also do a, a Valentine special too. So um, not to get into the specifics of the Valentine special, but uh, mm-hmm. we do one month. We do one month in a free uniform and a free limo ride to and from your very first class. Um, and uh, so, you know, we're promoting that. the you know beginning of the year and we promote that all the way up until i think the 13th of of february and so you know that's the beginning of the year with the halloween cards and also some sort of halloween promotion for your school right um now and i know we're missing some things and what i mean by that is we're not talking about uh some other some other events that you will be doing, but we're going to do that in the third call or, or in the third right. podcast part part three, and that's has to do with your internal events. These are mostly external, meaning that you're going to, in in most cases, do it for your uh, for the public to come on in, and then there's some internal events that we'll get over and, and do. So we're not, uh, I'm purposely missing some things, okay? So I don't. Want yeah. to- to think we're missing summer camps and all that other stuff. If you do
1: those, cause right. we are
0: going to put that in, into part three and talk about that as well.
1: Yeah. So we could also um, talk a little bit about our referral program as well, either now or, um, you know, on the next call too. Uh,
0: yeah, because that's all about marketing, right? Uh, let's, right. let's, well, you know, that you brought it up. Let's briefly talk about that and then continue the conversation into part three.
1: Okay. well, real quickly i mean just think about it most of the advertising we do brings leads in but the majority of marketing that we don't do or 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 we we do I don't know, halfway is our referral program. Yet referrals have always got, if you look and you keep an eye on how many students came in and where they came from, a good majority of them are going to still keep coming from referrals, right? So so I have a referral program. Or we have a referral program that we uh, have up available for people to actually purchase called the Referral of a Lifetime. But it's also included in the Next Level School Owner Club, absolutely free, which is, you know, which is unbelievable. And And here's the thing. If you could just learn the program and do it and and treat it as if it were a marketing campaign, have the mindset as if I was going to call my penny saver guy or my paper and put an ad in the paper or spend the time working on my Facebook ads, but I'd put the same amount of time and effort into referrals, um, it will yield the results that, that that you would be shocked if you could do a referral program and really make that your culture you wouldn't have to market at all, ever. As long as you have happy customers within your school, you never have to market again. And uh, that's what a good referral program does. Now, with that said, in a perfect world, it doesn't always work that way. So even if you have it working 50%, it's a marketing campaign unto itself. And we'll get into that more on the next call. Um, and, and also, if people are listening, they're like, hey, I want this referral program. They could go to the website and, and join and and get the, get the referral program included. Or they could go and just buy the actual referral of a lifetime program on taking to the next level.com and uh, purchase it. But anyway, I'm not trying to sell it. I just want you to have the information. It's, you know, something that I think is, is good. And, and, you know, one good student, one sign up will make it worth your while. Absolutely. So
0: now we get past, uh, Valentine's day. We move into, uh, where we're at right now. Currently (laughs) while we're recording this podcast is, um, uh, uh, Shamrock Day. I can't. I mean, yeah, for, yeah. St. Um, Patrick's Day. Um, yep. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. St. Patrick's Day. Uh, for some reason, the, the word we're just at the left my mind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, St. Patrick's Day. So that's a staple marketing event. Um. Again, uh, Ali, quickly talk about that event and and you know what you should be well, doing for that event.
1: Well, and not and again, not to to roll back a little, but a, a referral is um it, it the referral program that we talked about is, is multi-tiered. Like I, I joked about this and I think I mentioned it on our last call. My daughter loves to watch uh, criminal uh, SVU, whatever, you know, whatever the show is. Right. And they're always writing the script in layers. So, you know, first you think this guy did it. And then of course it was this guy. And then all of a sudden there's all, you know, and, and the layers keep on growing to the point where sometimes it's so ridiculously silly. I'm always like, Oh, there goes another layer. Well, here it is in the referral program. We have multiple layers. So, so I could ask you, Dwayne, Hey, can you recommend somebody to me. That's a way of getting a referral. Or I could, I could say, hey, Dwayne, here's a piece of paper. This is what you get if you recommend someone to me. Um, or I could ask you and say, Dwayne, by next week, can you give me two referrals that people that you think that might benefit from the martial arts or just one? Could you promise me that? Um, But here's the thing. When we do St. Patrick's Day postcards or we do St. Patrick's Day gift certificates and we give them to all the kids to give out to all their friends, this in essence is a referral. So we're basically saying, hey, if you give these to your friends and they come in, you get this. If they join, you get that. If If they sign up for the year, you get this. So there are so multiple layers of getting people engaged in the referral program. But that's the hard part. It's to actually get someone to sit down and listen to you and really believe what you're saying to them so that they actually will go out and put the effort forward. You know, we're so used to hearing marketing schemes or campaigns or ideas that sometimes the brain just automatically filters it out as a scam or an idea that is not going to work for them. It's good for everyone else, but not for them, where they might not want to put the effort forward. So St. Patrick's Day cards are great. We give them out in packs of 20 to all the kids in their school, and they give them out to their friends in class. They give them out to their Boy Scout troop. They give them out to whoever they want, the more chances, and, and they can have a thousand of these if they wanted um like we have a mom who does girl scouts and she just sent in like 300 and something girl scouts into my school she gets a free year every year from it um this is her marketing right so she's smart she's like i'm gonna just bring the girl scouts in and get a free year of tuition 1500 bucks or whatever it is right so yeah if if, everyone, if every one of my students thought like her forget it i would never need to market again right i'd be i'd be um, you know there'd be lines at the door to get in Right. So
0: now the next thing is after we, uh, you know, bypass uh, uh, Shamrock Day, uh, St. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day, right. <laughs> we uh, we move into uh, summertime. And so right. we need to have some sort of summer special that we need to be um, putting together. And, 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 and for me, I start marketing that in May. Right. So I need in April, I need to get that all together and you know, all put together so that come May, uh, it, it I, I can market it. And for me personally, I market that May through the middle of June. Uh, after okay. the middle of June, I don't, I don't I personally don't accept any summer special people. They'd have to do some mm-hmm. sort of regular special or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so now with that being said, that takes us all, all the way throughout the whole year for stapled events that we need to make sure that we're doing in order to bring people into um, our school. Now, um, in part three, uh, next week when we do our part three, um, you know, we're going to now kind of laser focus into some different niched um, opportunities that can happen throughout the year. Uh, but these are the big, big ones, the big stapled events that we need to make sure that we're doing every single year without fail um, and add, like Ali said, add the different layers to those events, meaning Again, let's go back to back to school. Right now, maybe you just do an, a newspaper ad, and then and then next year you add the Facebook ad, and then next year you add the pay per click for uh, Google, and then you add the the flyers to back to school. And you know the the thing is, we have to take a long term vision with our marketing, and not think that we have to cram everything in at once. Especially if you're starting from a a, a zero base. If you have nothing that you're doing right now don't think that you have to do the 12 things that we're doing. You take one or two of them, you do them really, really good and you document it. And then next year you come back and you redo those two things and you add two more things to it. So please don't get overwhelmed. Um, We have a a phenomenal business that we're in. And if we do it right, um, a lot of things, like I said, are stapled and we will just do them year after year after year. You'll tweak a couple of things like Allie said um, maybe that, maybe the headline is old and you want to try a new headline, uh, or maybe the picture isn't pulling like, you, you know, you don't think it's pulling like it should. Now I'll, I'll give you a quick, for instance, one year for karate for Christmas. And by the way, karate for Christmas is phenomenal for me every single year. Yeah. I only say that because, um, I had my staff telling me that, you know, your, your, your ads are too long. There's too many words. And by the way, the only picture that's in the karate for Christmas picture is my headshot. That's it. Um, and our logo, like down at the bottom, really, really small. Well, they were telling me that we should have a picture and it should be a picture of a karate person and, 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 and basically have less words and more picture. Well, I said, all right. I said, we'll do it. And I really wanted to do it because I wanted to prove to them uh, one, I knew what the heck I was doing. Um, and two, that I should still be in charge of the marketing, if that makes sense. So yeah. I did it. And we had dismal results compared to all the other years prior and definitely all the other years after that. Um, and so I showed them that a picture-based ad did not work like my text-based ad worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I say that to you, see, the only thing – The only thing that you really want to do is you want to come up with a solid ad. And and this isn't the time to talk about, you know, how you develop an ad. But, you know, it has to have a solid headline. It has to have a good body. It has to have, um, you know, a a good call to action or an offer, a call to action. And all those things have to be there. And maybe we'll do a a podcast on, on how to write an ad. But what I am saying is that you only change one thing at a time if you do change it. For instance, right. my really, really good ad one year I changed uh, I changed the whole thing and this is I changed the whole thing to show them that a picture based ad doesn't work but i I went back to the regular based ad and then I the only thing I changed was the price because uh, we were at uh, uh, you know fifty bucks for two months of karate, a free uniform. And and uh, a free belt testing and that type of stuff. Well, and free shipping and all that. Well, anyways, um, I went to uh, sixty nine dollars and I tested everything, um, and and I sold less at sixty nine than I did at fifty, but I had more people continue that actually you know paid the sixty nine than from the fifty, um, and then I also tracked that. The $69 people actually stayed longer than the $50 people did. And so that, you know, for me, that was the only thing that I wanted to change is I wanted to figure out, you know, hey, do $50 people, more of them sign up than the $69 and then go deeper who actually stays longer? The $50 people than the $69. And that's not what we're talking about, but but I wanted to draw that well, out so you understood what why I changed what I changed.
1: Yeah. But you know what it is? It is kind of what we're talking about. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to point out to the listeners that it is because here, look, and and I have people who do this on the web. Let's use a website, for example, you know, all you got to do is put your name and email in and no no phone number, no address, nothing else. You just put your name and email. You may get a hundred people to do that, right? Then you ask for name, phone number and email and some other information. And, um, and now you get 50 people, but maybe, You could, those 50 people are a higher qualified lead. You could call them on the phone. They could say, I'm not interested. I was drunk when I filled that out or, or I am interested. Um, But you have a much more qualified lead. So like, let's say you charge, like, for example, this is why Groupon is so difficult because people Groupon their way through. I just had a girl today. I just talked to her in my kickboxing class. She says, yeah, I buy 10 class packages from everybody. And I just basically go for 10, you know, she pays 29 bucks or whatever it is. And she goes a few Uh, Months And then she stops. So she's not really interested in joining one particular program. So so anyway, it's one of those things where we have to, uh, you know, find a quality lead, a qualified lead. And maybe if we have to work harder to get that, that's the smart thing to do if more of them turn over. Anyway, that's, I just wanted to point that out.
0: Yeah, and, and I just want to say this. I want to remind everybody, you can go to schoollearnertalk.com to uh, listen to the Part 1 episode if you missed that. Uh, part 3 next week, we will uh, dive a little bit deeper into uh, some different events, not necessarily the stapled events, uh, although I find that uh, doing these other events at the same time each year yield good, good results for that. So, uh, And by the way, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast by going to schoollearnertalk.com whether you have an Android device or a um uh, an ios what is it apple device so either way right, right. you can do that and there's some uh, seminars on there we did some webinars that uh, the replays are up there too if you're interested on how to get students quickly the replay is up there and also the six steps of implementation or uh, uh yes yeah, six, six six steps to implementation uh, is yeah. on there as well
1: so Ali, um, by the way when you well I want to point out when you say you could subscribe, it's free. Basically, you just sign up and you'll get updates when we release a new podcast. It's not like it's anything. It doesn't cost you anything. So people here subscribe, maybe they're like, oh, it's money. No, this is a, we've, we've done over 120 calls, I think, or close to 120 calls that we do. You and I have dedicated hours of our time, uh, at least a minimum of 120 hours of our time, you know, three weeks solid, non no sleep, right? You know, pretty much it just working on helping people and getting them information. I mean, I, that's our goal. I mean, it's been my goal. I had an old student just send me an email saying, oh, it's good to see that you're still out there helping school owners run professional schools. That was what he sent to me uh, in an email, which I felt good about it. So I'm proud of what both you and I have been doing.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I just, you know I, know, I remember when I needed help and I was thankful for people out there. So, all right, Alan, yeah. uh, we'll talk to you later, everybody. Thank you for being on awesome. the podcast live and uh you know anybody that's listening to the recording oh by the way share this information with other school owners too because uh you know that they're out there and they need it
1: yeah awesome all right have a great day everyone